0: And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 975-1280 the Zone and the Zone Sports
1: Network. Previously on Gordon's List.
0: The jazz players—you can see this if you look closely. The jazz players did not look like they felt like that; they believed they belonged. Well, I mean, it's—it's it's like when you, let's say, when you're a kid, you're walking, you're you're running through the woods because we all did, and you come a, a, upon a creek, and you have—it's about ten feet wide. Is that far? Or if you get a running start, can you leap over it? Or is it a creek too far? It's still on him to to want to want to. Kneel to make jazz fans want him to want to be here. It's like a it's like a can of mixed nuts. You might only get a couple almonds in there, maybe a couple of pecans or pecans, but you be, there might just be a sprinkling of a certain kind of nut, but and so it's mixed, but but you know, it's not equal. See what I'm
1: saying? Wow. All right, it's time for Gordon's List. We do it every Friday. It is brought to you by Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. We apologize for the tef- technical difficulties there. Just blame Lloyd. Yeah. Lloyd, thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Get it together. Uh, what's his problem? I don't know. But you know what? A lot of mistakes. I think going it's on. getting worse. Might be. Yeah. I don't know what can be done about it. You might it. have to whip him into shape, Gordon. You might have to I do really, something Really? I mean, do it we it have enough. to come to that? I think so. Okay. All right, what's on the list?
0: Well, obviously, we're we'll going start with the jazz after the aftermath. By the way, uh, the coverage yesterday was kind of fun, wasn't it?
1: It was fun. I, I thought at one moment you and PK's friendship might end, but, you know, was, it, was, it was a long show.
0: See, people mistake that. We're both originally from the East, and that's just what friends do. It did get a little heated, didn't it? But uh, that's
1: just what friends do. Well, I mean, it never ceases to amaze me how much you dig your heels in when you're obviously wrong. Oh, come on. I don't. I, I had to put up enough of this with P.K.
0: last night. And I know you agree with his position, and you're both completely wrong. And then we come to find out P.K. didn't even know what we were arguing about. And as usual, he changes the argument in the middle of the argument. And I got, I, I probably got, tw- I'd say, 25 uh, tweets from people saying I was absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't. Well, wanna, you weren't. But, I, I, yeah, look, I, I, look, I've had enough of this. I'm not. I'm not going to rehash it with you now, or else somebody might end up right. with a with a fat lip. So you wouldn't slug
1: PK, but you'd slug me. It, has it cleaned up? Uh, well, you're not from the East. So that means I. I that it, means this is fighting words oh, right now. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't know. We can all have different opinions on it, but <laughs> that was that was pretty crazy but last night. The coverage. It was it was super fun. Uh, we had great insight. Uh, we were down at the Zion's Bank uh, Basketball uh, Campus. You and PK and Scotty and Hans were down there. It was fun hanging out with Britain, of course, in the studio. Bowler was great. It was great for Bowler to come in and uh, and do a couple hours with us on the draft. It. it it was it was fun in a way. I I wondered how it would it would go without the the Jazz having a first round pick, and it turned out to be really fun because we could cover so many different things, and, and it was almost like the draft was functioning in the background, mm-hmm. and we just had great NBA discussions throughout yeah. the night, and it it turned out to be a really really fun show, and so big thanks to everybody who was involved. And He's then
0: like, as we're wrapping it up, Jake, then the Jazz go to work. You know, and and making the moves and collecting these players at the end, the very tail end of the draft, really. And as we, I got to be honest, I didn't know that much about these guys. Did you? No. Mm. Uh, We looked it up and we read about them and we found out about them. And as we studied their skill sets, you can trace, you can exactly see why the Jazz would make decisions like that. They fulfilled certain needs. Now, whether they can do it at at the NBA level, I mean... Statistically or percentage wise, I guess you would have to doubt it a little bit. But the Jazz just lost three players and they've got to find a way to, to uh, fill out the roster and find guys who might have some potential to do what they need to do. So they got what do they do. They get a score. They get a point guard. They get a, 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 some, well, a guy who's built like the rock. You're
1: talking about uh,
0: Jarrell Brantley? Yeah, who looks a yeah. little bit like Jay Crowder as far as his physique goes and, uh, and attitude and, and whatnot. And then they get uh, a smart guy. Maie Oni. Who we struggled with his name for a while, but I think we finally got it
1: figured out. A 6'6 well, uh, wingman. We back at the, uh, at the, the studio... I don't know if you guys couldn't hear us, but we spelled his name. I I went back and re-listened to this today. Uh Adrian and myself, we spelled his name for you guys at least ten times. And we kept butchering it. And you guys could not figure out what... I I don't know what we were saying or whatever, but yeah, the, it, it all stands about Adrian Wojnarowski sent out the, the tweet before and he it was announced. He misspelled his name. He misspelled his name, and we all went to Google and we're trying to figure out what what this guy's name actually was. And then Adrian and I figured it out at the at the studio, and we kept spelling it over and over again. It was it was just it was just miscommunication. Yeah, really. that's what. I and and it was it was a bit of uh, hilarity from being on the air. So long for about seven straight hours because that was at about what ten thirty probably I'd say something like that. And you and I had been on the air since three. Yeah. so and Scotty and Hans had already done three hours, and PK had already done three hours, and you know Britain, you bring that much energy to the radio, you're bound to be exhausted by that point.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't it interesting at the very end? The jazz, this flurry of activity, and. We, we, You and I had talked about how Walt and his staff and all those guys had put so much work into this draft and then to have it all washed away with a trade, which I have to assume Walt was fairly certain was going to happen. I mean, the Jazz had gone after that and they'd all talked about it. And so they knew it was they're they pretty sure it was going to happen. So Walt had put in all that time and effort, and the other guys as well, and they took advantage of the uh, of the effort that they put in. So we'll see whether it pays off or not. Really, at some point, when you're examining these candidates for NBA uh, prowess, it's 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 always a crapshoot, even in the first round. So if one or two of these guys can confine themselves and and, and uh, take advantage of some of their athleticism to take their games to another level Well, we're going to find that out and if they can't then the the stars are well stocked
1: what I what I like about it is is you're aggressive in the second round because your your options are a little bit limited after the the Conley trade but what it seems like they're doing and, and from what I hear these guys are going to have the opportunity to make the roster sure. now guaranteed that happens you know far from it but they're gonna have the opportunity to make the roster. But what I what I liked about it is you pick three guys and you're hoping you get you find a Wes Matthews or a Paul Millsap. And if two guys out of the three can make the roster, then you've really won. But if you can if you can find a rotational player that was just being overlooked for whatever reason And maybe that doesn't happen right away, but maybe over the course of a season or half a season they emerge as to be a rotational guy. Well, then that's a home run. That is a complete home run. When you
0: get a point guard who was the second leading scorer in the NCAA last year, I mean, that tells you something,
1: right? Right. I mean, what do you average? Twenty-seven points a game. Justin wright foreman, yeah. uh, Yep, twenty-seven point one points per game. Uh, his junior year, twenty-four point four. And it
0: wasn't all against uh, smaller schools, or what? Yeah, he tore that league up. But, but uh, I think he put twenty-nine points on NC State. I mean, you know. So this right. is this is a guy who can score. Now, whether he can do that at the NBA level, we we'll have to see. He's somewhat diminutive. I uh, couldn't quite get into Tiny's, the club, back in New oh, York. Oh, yeah, I
1: forgot about that story. I'm so hey, glad you brought that up again.
0: Could Tony get into Tiny's?
1: Oh, yeah. What's
0: what's Tony at?
1: Like, well, uh, we've it, it had... Is, at, nobody can get in who's taller than, like, 5'7 seven and we We've had estimates as low as five, one, but I'm going to go... <laughs> I'm going to probably go about... I'll give Tony the benefit of the doubt here, and I'm going to go 5'5". Five, five. So he's getting in. So he's yeah. He's he's definitely getting in. Well, I wonder if it's frustrating going to Disneyland with Tony because he can't go on many of the rides. It probably would be. I would guess. But he can sure get into tinies. Uh All three of these players, though, are in uh, at the end of the second round for a reason. They they all have holes in their game that are going to be developed but they also all have skills that can translate. You are talking about Justin Wright Foreman the guard, he's 6'2" 190 and I've heard that he's closer to five eleven, six foot than he is 6'4". Let me let me put it that way. So he's but he's got a big wingspan, Gordon Big wingspan, uh, listed at 6'7". That's unbelievable. So he, he, you can make up for it a little bit, right? But he's got to find somebody that he's going to be able to guard. He's got to stay in front of point guards. And being long like that in 6'7", that's that's really going to help him because being six foot in the NBA is tough, as we've seen with And they listed of him at
0: 190, Jake. So he must be somewhat sturdy. Right. As opposed to being a flyweight that's just going to get tossed around out there. But, um, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, and and we talked about the Jazz needing wings. Uh, Whether uh, Oni, Muni, Nori, Muni-Oni, whatever it is. Give me a name again. Mie-Oni. Mie-Oni. Whether he can step in from playing at, at where was it, Yale? Yale. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was a nice comment by you last night. The Jazz just drafted an intern. (laughs)
1: I thought it was funny. Those guys were giving me grief like it was offensive. I thought it was funny. An intern for the front office. Are there any
0: dumb guys playing at Yale?
1: Muni, no. uh, Muni, Noni, Nori, Kawasaki. Anyway, because those guys are are when they say you know student athletes, those guys really are students first, right? There's, am I mistaken? There are no scholarships in uh, athletic scholarships yeah, in the Ivy they, League. Yeah, they, so. they make
0: up for probably other ways, but you know.
1: Even in that league, I I would suppose so. Okay. Well, look, all of college sports is corrupt. You know that. But the thing with Oni, and you heard Justin Zanic talk about this a little bit last night, and and we'll play uh, Justin's comments for you coming up in the five o'clock hour. But what I like about this guy, Justin says, this is a guy who can play his way onto the floor on uh, on defense. that he's got the he's got the physicality and the the length and athleticism to really be a defender and that's See that's how Wes Matthews uh, broke into the lineup as an undrafted free agent. He he really could guard, and then he found out a little bit later that he could shoot a little bit too. And the next thing you know, he's a real intricate part of a team that went to the second round of the playoffs. So if if this guy if Oni can guard, maybe that's his way onto the roster or his way into the rotation. I, I think you say the same thing about Royce O'Neal. That's how he yeah. initially broke into things. So it, you got to yeah. like that about him. If Oni he could, oh man. Are we are we in for a lot of this? Probably not in the in the near future. After last after last night, I was a little loopy. We all were. Got a little punchy at the end. Yeah, got a little punchy at the end. But uh, for the most part, for the most part, though, a a smooth broadcast. That uh, that was fun. Yeah, we had a good time. Do you have a good time down at the, the Zions Bank Basketball Camp? Yeah, I
0: mean, would have had a good time up with you guys too. But it was, it was, it was good to hear what everybody was saying. That everybody was bringing different points of view and perspectives, and that's what makes it work.
1: All right, Keith Smith of Yahoo Sports and Real GM joins us next, 97.5 and twelve eighty of the Zone.